1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And
2: it takes knee and the New York Giants are the Super Bowl 42 champions. When
1: this happened, you
3: talked about it on the fan
2: off the mighty patriots 17 to 14
3: when new york sports happens talk about it here the fan 1019 fm and always live on the free odyssey app well it's officially opening day yes the nl east is over We've made it. We've made it to opening day. Screw it. The AL East is over too. Mets and Yankees. I feel it. Subway series. The hours to remain positive, though, are dwindling. Because, you know, once the games get underway, then everything's on the table. But until then, we must remain positive and hopeful. There's nothing like opening day. I love when the NFL kicks off. I get it. You know, the the football Sundays, there's nothing cooler been sitting there, you know, in the fall in your house watching the multiple TVs, however you consume your football all day, beginning of the day to the end of the night, whatever. I love that. However, baseball is the best. It is your companion. You know how many years baseball was my companion in life? There was no girlfriend. You know whether it was junior high or high school, baseball was my first love. And will always be my you uh, think my wife's listening at 1203? It will always be my first love. Sorry, honey, if you're listening, but I doubt that you are. So baseball's always going to be my first love. It was then as a, whatever, seven-year-old, eight-year-old, growing up, knowing that the season, once these the season gets underway, you got these games there every single night. That is your companion. My... Classmates or whatever in junior high, we're going out partying and going to hang out at the schoolyard and doing is whatever it is they do, and I, I was watching baseball every night. It was my companion because it's there for you every night. Now there's going to be some disappointing moments, of course. I'm not saying it's been a beautiful relationship. The love you give sometimes is not the sometimes not the love you get back. But it's been a great relationship nonetheless. Having baseball as your companion every single night, it's comforting. Remember, sports are supposed to be, and I know a lot of times now it gets intertwined. We'll get back to your calls in a second, 877-337-6666. Sports are supposed to be an escape from the crappy reality at times. I don't care how much money you have or what you do, whatever. Everybody's got to deal with some kind of crap, right? Well, sports are supposed to be an escape. Baseball provides you that every night. And now, throw on top of it, Rangers-Devils later on this evening, now officially on this Thursday. But you look at the postseason moving forward, the Knicks in the playoffs. This is going to be a great few weeks here, especially on the fan. Larry is calling from Yorktown. Good morning, Larry. What's on your mind?
4: Sally boy, I just going to say you are the pro yes
5: I
3: am I'm a professional
5: you are the professional i just got, i literally just walked into the house from the nick game took the train back the long Metro north back good Nick game everything like that and I, and I found out something today about you that I didn't know
3: oh what's that
5: that that you are a wrestling figure collector yeah now
3: how'd you find that out
5: so my buddy's on um, like a figure the figure website hmm so I work in pro wrestling. I'm a broadcaster oh. for an international company.
3: Larry! Larry, you get back to us, but you got to keep it clean. I'm assuming Larry had a few high-priced beverages at the World's Most Famous last night. Larry comes on and says that he's a professional broadcaster. Yeah, I, I dumped it. The And then just make sure, EJ, the pot is back on and up after Okay. Larry comes on and says he's a professional broadcaster, and proceeds to curse on the air. Larry, remember one thing: you had it right from the gate, from the get-go. I'm the pro. Now I know sometimes it happens by accident. We have that happen, no big deal. I don't think you meant it, Larry. It's okay. You get back to us at another point, and we can continue this story. But yes, in fact, uh, I do collect wrestling figures. As a matter of fact, I'm in the process of selling some off. Been making some big money selling them off, too, in the last couple of weeks. I guess that's part of the life as a collector, though. Buy some, sell some, whatever. It's uh, ongoing. Anyway, back to the matters at hand here. Opening day. Chris is calling from Union, New Jersey. What's up, Chris? Hey, what's going on, Sal? How are you, Chris? Good, good.
6: I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty stoked, man. Like, you, know, you you were talking about how baseball is your best friend and everything. I... I I mean, we're the same age. I'm 43. I didn't have cable back then, but I—I I, it was like 1994 when I first had cable. But I used to listen to all the Met games, curl up under on on, under the blankets and just like go on the radio, and just like listen to the games. I love Bob Murphy, but he let me. I'm just excited about the comebacks. I remember last year there were a couple of games that we shouldn't have won, and we—I was listening to it on the radio, got excited. I was just—I'm so pumped for the season, though.
3: I'm with you. I mean, like I said, the opening of whatever sports season is always fun. Opening day is more special to me because of the longevity, the length of the season and knowing how many games there are. Pretty much every single night from today on, pretty much every single day for the next six months, we're going to have baseball games. And I love it.
6: And it's so crazy because every New York team, has like we have the Rangers we have the Islanders I mean I'm gonna say the Devils all right whatever we have the Nets okay whatever we have the Knicks even the Jets and the Giants being in New York this is the best time to be a New York sports fan so
3: and have a great night man. it's not and thank you for the call Chris it's not that long ago either that uh, this town was in the doldrums when it comes to the sports And you're right let's not count the Devils and Nets but if you must they're going to be in the playoffs But remember, the football has been so bad for so long. Giants helped out this year in that regard, getting to the divisional round of the postseason. Who the hell would have thought that? The Jets are going to get Aaron Rodgers. New York football is back. The Mets 101 wins. The Yankees getting to the ALCS. Both those teams have the highest of expectations this year. The Knicks and the Nets both going to be in the playoffs. The Knicks are the big key because they've been so bad for so long. You forget they exist. Now they're going to be a 5C this year. And the Rangers, I really feel it. I just feel it. I mean, it's not a jinx. It's not trying to be, um, you know, bold or whatever. I feel it. Like, deep down, I feel it. The Rangers are going to win the Stanley Cup. I really think it's going to happen. Everything's coming together. Knock on wood. I'm knocking on wood. Don't call me a jinx. The trades they made, the way that they're playing, you know, the, the newcomers, the way that they're playing, the way that they're starting to gel, getting Lingering back, maybe the final piece, you know how important he is. And Shisterkin, who has been inconsistent, if not just flat out not as good as he was a year ago, finally starting to look like the best goalie in the world again. All of it coming together at the right time. I really think the Rangers are going to win the Cup this year. I feel it. I know the closer you are to it, it feels like it's an impossibility. Yeah, okay, they're going to win the Cup. They've won one Cup since 1940. But it can happen. Same thing for the Yankees or Mets. You know, the closer you are to it, it's like, yeah, okay, we've seen the Yankees not make it since 2009. Why do I think it's going to change this year? It might. It can. Or the Mets. Haven't won since 86. Maybe this is the year, finally. But I really feel, I don't feel that way with the Mets or Yankees at this moment. I feel it with the Rangers. Anyway, New York sports is up right now. Raymond is calling from Monroe, Georgia. What's up, Raymond? Hey, good morning, Tom. Good morning. How are you, Ray? I'm
7: okay. I meant to ask you, how was Creed Three?
3: Very good. Okay. Now let me just tell you. I saw. First of all, I love the Rocky movies. I, I recommend going to see Creed three. I thought it was very good. I was a little disappointed. There's no mention even of Rocky. So I mean, I, I have a hard time uh, accepting that. But a better movie that I saw last night was Air. Uh, are you familiar with that one with uh, Ben Affleck yeah, about, and Mike Jordan? Yeah, about Nike and Michael Jordan. You got to go see that. It's great.
7: Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll get back to the movie somehow. Mm. <laughs> But uh, I just wanted to talk about the Yankees tomorrow. Um, I think there won't be anybody pitching a complete game off. I think Gerrit Cole will give us maybe seven strong innings, and they'll bring in Loisica or King to get, to. I think, what, Clay Holmes now.
3: Right. Seems likely that it's going to be Clay Holmes.
7: Okay. So, you know, and then with Donaldson, only thing I think Donaldson has to do is just give us the year you have, maybe with the Atlanta Braves, that year you have with them, and that will be sufficient enough for Yankee fans.
3: Well, Boone thinks Donaldson, or as he calls him, J.D., is going to have a big bounce-back year. And, look, let's not go nuts about opening day, although tomorrow at this time I'll be overreacting one way or another. I mean, we've got five hours to fill. you got to do something. But let's not go nuts about opening day as far as – because I already know what's going to happen. Oh, Sal, how could they take Cole out of the game after six innings and the bullpen blew it? Thank goodness the offense won it, but still you can't take Cole out. Or how could they take Scherzer out after six innings? These guys aren't going deep. It's opening day. It's the first game of the year. They're not going deep into these games. Donaldson, you mentioned his season in Atlanta. He had, oh, you know, I mean, he had a monster year 37 homers and 94 RBI. Yeah, I think the Yankees would sign. They'd probably sign for almost half of that production.
7: Yeah, I hear you. I and mean, the Giants get to look at what could have been, I mean, like the center um, field, right? tomorrow?
3: With what? Oh, with Judge? Right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, hey, look, the Giants, Raymond, and thank you for the call. We appreciate you checking in. The, giants tried it's got to suck when they went all in gave a big time offer and still lost out because they were never truly in it judge never wanted to leave as we found out after the fact he never wanted to leave but yeah they're gonna get a a look at what could have been i wonder now that you say that maybe that's why the yankees are scheduled to play the giants was the schedule out when did it come out do you know ej when they released the baseball schedule I'm not sure about that, but they, you know, because it is an odd matchup, right? Interleague, I know that there's local history dating back, you know, many years ago. I and mean, you're talking about the 50s. So I understand that, but it's an odd opening day matchup. And now that you mention it, maybe part of it was because, hey, what if Aaron Judge does sign with the Giants? Like maybe the schedule makers made that schedule after seeing John Heyman's tweet. That Judge was going to the Giants. Because that would make sense, right? Judge going to the Giants. Well, why not have the Yankees and Giants open up the season? But I actually feel badly for the Giants in this regard. Because they tried hard and they were just, they had no shot. They were played. Butch is calling from South Yonkers. What's up, Butch?
7: All right, South. It's time to do it, man. Opening day. Everybody's excited about it.
3: It's time, Butch. You sound excited.
7: Oh, yeah. But in uh, the then American League East, who do you think is going to be like the another team that's going to surprise with the Yankees? Uh,
3: like Toronto. So, yeah, I think it's Toronto. And I know that that's not a surprise necessarily. A lot of people picked Toronto last year. I did not. I thought the Yankees would win the division last year. Um, but the... You know, you, you look at what Toronto could do. Right now, everybody seems to be on the Yankees. I wouldn't be shocked if it were kind of the opposite of what we saw a year ago where people were on the Blue Jays and the Yankees won. Maybe this year people will be on the Yankees, and maybe the Blue Jays can sneak in there and, and win that division.
7: Yeah, Toronto got a lot of young hitters down here with, with their team, you know. And another thing, um, I see Dom Smith. He's with the Nationals now?
3: Uh, yeah, Dom Smith is with the Nationals. Oh, man, Okay.
7: Oh, it's gonna be a great day, man. You know that's one thing about baseball. There's games every night, so that's why I say baseball is good company,
3: man. Yeah, that's what that's what we love about it. And thank you for the call, Butch. That's what we love about it. It's great company. It's there for us every single night. It doesn't get better than that. That's my favorite thing about baseball: the companionship that you have, the relationship that you build throughout a 162 game season over the course of six months with your team that you love. That is what makes baseball different from the other sports. The other sports are great, too. You bond with your hockey team, or you bond with the Knicks, or whatever, football. But it's just a different type of bonding when you don't see it every day. Every day, for the most part, for the next six months, we will be watching Mets and Yankees baseball and we'll be reacting to it after the games every day. That's what makes it special. Gary is calling from North Salem. What's up, Gary? Hey,
6: Sal. How you doing? Good, Gary. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I'm a diehard Giants fan and Mets fan, and uh, I'm 40. And uh, like you said, I-, I love baseball, too, man. It's it, it, it's it's just the, the, the whole season, all summer long, and into fall, it's great. I love Football too, and you know, uh, I like basketball and hockey. But I'm a, but it, for me with baseball, I, I I I don't like how they're they're, they're messing with, with it. You know what I mean? Like I I I like a good three hour game. You know, I go to work, go home, or I work nights now. Listen to the game. I I, I to me, I I don't care it, it, the length of it. You know, I just they're, they're the ghost runner on second. You know what I mean? It's just
3: well, it's, so you're saying you don't care about the length of the games. You just want
6: yeah you know it's opening day you know I'm looking for another big bet season hopefully and uh-huh. uh you know I just I don't like how they how they mess with with the world well the I, I'm much, fascinated
3: you know? yeah I'm fascinated to see how it's gonna play out Gary I yeah, will tell me you too,
6: you know what I'm saying I've yeah, always
3: I've always been in the camp of saying I'm not worried about the length of play I'm yeah. worried about the quality of play. Right. If we're watching a great baseball game, and if it takes three hours and 20 minutes, so be it. Right. I mean, that's baseball. Right. It's an untimed sport. But the problem is it got to a point where it hasn't been quality. They have too many guys that aren't good yeah. baseball players, so they need to clean it up <laughs> well, a little Well, that's
6: how bit. I feel about the NBA. Uh, it, to me, the quality in the NBA is it, 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 it's terrible. It's, it, it's just one guy takes up the ball, four guys go stand around the three-point line, mm-hmm. Nobody's moving around. No, it's just I, I, I don't know. I, I like I grew up in the '90s, you know, watching that NBA. It's just it, it's totally it, it's different.
3: Me too. I, I will say that there is something to be said about the skill of today's players and the shooting ability yeah, of today's I, players, but yeah, it's a it's, just, it's, it's, it's it's a boring brand of basketball. For me. I, I'd rather exactly. the elbows being thrown mm-hmm. in each other's face, grinded out, 86-84 type win
6: yeah, yeah. It was those old uh, Knicks Bulls games, and Magic, and you know all those finals. It was great. So yeah. What uh, about uh, uh, our Mets, man? I, I don't know. I, I I don't think they they did enough in the off season to, to to make it over.
3: No, 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 no. Today maybe. is not a day to be negative, Gary. Come on. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Right, I'm not right. saying I'm not saying I disagree, but we want positive vibes only, at least for the next several hours. You can complain later on. Twenty-four hours from now, <laughs> call me up and you can complain. Look, the All Mets, right, yeah, yeah. the Mets on paper, Gary, didn't necessarily do enough. However, well, they, they,
6: they, they they need big years out of Alonzo and and
3: uh, Lindor. Right, I are
6: mean, supposed to be the sluggers. Man.
3: So, what would make you think? Up. What would make you think they're not going to get those big years from those guys who have been consistent?
6: Uh, I don't know. No, you're right. Right. You know why I'm because you're being, you're
3: being you're being negative Gary and thank you for the call. You're letting that negativity creep in there. Not tonight you're not. Positive vibes only. I understand what you're saying about not doing enough in the off season. Remember they tried to get Correa? It, 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 he didn't pass the physical. He wasn't healthy. Not their fault. The the big issue you have cuz then you could say well they brought back the same team and I could counter with saying, well yeah, that same team won 101 games. It's essentially the same team. Verlander instead of DeGrom. Kodai Senga instead of Bassett. Quintana was here instead of Walker. And instead of Quintana, now it's David Peterson. So it's basically the same team, except for the Edwin Diaz injury. That is the killer. But that's in the past. That's now. We're weeks removed from that. Let's look ahead. Onward and Upward. Buck is not going to sulk. He's not going to let any negative thoughts creep in there. They're not going to woe is me. Next man up, let's go. And instead of saying that they didn't do enough in the offseason, which I'll say, and I don't think this is being negative, it's just being accurate, as we sit here right now, I don't think the Mets are currently constructed well enough to win a World Series. However, where they are right now as a team will not be the same look come August. Use 2015 as an example. It was not the same team in April that it was after the trade deadline. Conforto comes up, they get Cespedes, they go to the World Series. That can easily happen where you get two pieces in that lineup that can be difference makers and go get an arm or two in the bullpen. They can easily make that happen. You know, we forget because it's been so long since the Mets have made big moves in season like that. And last year was definitely disappointing. But you can make three, four moves that can alter your team. And it's not like they don't have anything on this team. Even right now, if they didn't make any moves, what do you think, they win 90-something games, 91, 92, right around there? They'll be fine. Positive vibes only for the Yankees and the Mets.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
1: price and coverage match limited by state law
3: the fan is better when you're part of it call the fan at 877-337-6666 powered by superbook sports visit superbook.com It's back on the fan. You don't need to find a pot of gold to strike it rich this March. Instead, win money on your tournament wagers with Superbook Sports. Superbook features the best team of odds makers in the business, so they're the safe bet when it comes to sports gambling. You have a direct line to their experienced staff behind the counter in Las Vegas. They also have one of the most extensive betting menus around, so no matter what you want to wager on come tournament time, Superbook is sure to have it. Download the Superbook app and start winning Today, visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 877-337-6666. Russell's calling from West Islip. What's up, Russ? Hey,
8: what's going on, So Happy opening day.
3: Happy Um, opening day.
8: I am one of those people, like your other caller, called that with especially three of the sports, I root for both teams
3: and hmm, interesting
8: I don't know how you, that makes you feel or whatever but for me like I want the Jets to have success and I want the Giants to have success and when so what happens about well, Aaron
3: Rodgers well, let's just say let's just say that they play each other in a week 14 match whatever it may be or the Super Bowl who are you rooting for
8: okay that's an interesting question I figured that was coming so Let's say that if they were playing against each other and one of them needed it, one was going to make the playoffs and the other one needed it for the playoffs. Okay. So, so the then, so then, then
3: what about the Super Bowl?
8: Um, I mean, honestly, that would go by steel because <laughs> I rooted for the Mets in 2000 um, more because they didn't have a win since like... Yeah, I get seven. it.
3: No, I, I get that.
8: So I wanted them to have it more. Right, so then you like, understand
3: what I'm saying, though. Somebody like yourself, Russell, and look, to each their own, so you could root for whoever you want to, but I, I don't look at that as serious fandom.
8: I, 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 I'm not disputing it or saying I am a serious fan. I am a sports
3: fan. Yeah, which is cool. Um, well, well Right, that's fine. You're allowed to do that.
8: Um, I mean, there's only one team that, like, I can't get away from, which I did for a while, which is the Devils. Um, I was, like, the biggest Martin Broderdorf fan. Oh, well, they
3: don't count anyway. Like, the Devils, you're and thanks for the call, Russell. They, they don't count anyway. It's This is New York. And once the Devils get beat up later on tonight, and once the Devils face the Rangers in the first round and get bounced in that first round, they will go back to irrelevancy. That is what I think of the Devils. I don't care about Brodeur. I don't care about Scott Stevens. I like Kenny Danico. He was a nice guy. I don't care about Bobby Holik. Scott Gomez. You name him. The Devils don't count, and the Rangers are going to show them. You know, it is going to be, it, this is another reason why I think the Rangers are going to win the Stanley Cup, because you're having all three locals in it again. It's the only way. The only thing I can wish for is that those Islanders are there in the next round waiting. After the Rangers dismiss of the New Jersey Devils, I want the Islanders there. I want to see them waiting. And maybe you get a similar result to what you got the last time those two met in the postseason. Mark is calling from Studio City, California. Good morning, Mark. Hey, good morning, Sal. How you doing? Good Mark. Hey. How are you? Good. I I'm I'm one of those fans that you that you can't
5: believe. Another I, one. I'm a Mets. I'm a Mets and a Yankees fan, and I've been been that way my whole life. You know, ever since I was a kid. Who would you root for uh, in
3: 2000? Pardon me. Who would you root for in 2000?
5: Oh, when they play each other, I hate it. But, you know, I, I hate it. Honestly, it's the worst thing because I because I love both teams. Well, who would you root uh,
3: for? Uh,
5: honestly, I can't. I didn't root for. I mean, I root for. I root for both teams. You know, when it says winning. I probably, probably the, probably the Mets. More than, you know, but, because the Yankees always win. But, but, I, but honestly, I'm the fan that you said you can't believe that, you know, that I'm not a fan, a true, a true It's, fan. it's not,
3: it's not that I don't believe you. I do believe you, Mark, and others like you. I don't believe that you can be a true fan to the highest of degrees if you root for two teams.
5: Well, I've, been, I've done it all my life, you know.
3: Well, all right, yeah, right. No, I understand that. But let me ask you something. Do you think there was a Met fan alive, a Met fan alive, walking the face of this earth that did not root for them in the 2000 World Series? Oh, yeah. Of, of course,
5: yeah. The Mets yeah, I mean, of
3: course. Right. The so Met then fans. so then, if you didn't root for them in that World Series or if you were torn, you are by definition not a Mets fan.
5: Wow. Now, the way I look at it, the way I've always looked at it, the Yankees are the American League, the Mets are
3: the sure, National I, League. Sure, I got you. But in the unique circumstance that they meet, you know, I, look, I'm not saying you can't do it. Obviously, you do it, and thanks for the call, Mark. You've done it, and you've, you've enjoyed doing it. So, good for you. But I can't, I guess maybe, and look, who am I? I'm not the judge and jury. I admit that. But on this show, I am. You're damn right on this show, I am. I can't respect... A fan, I could understand it and acknowledge that not everybody is the same type of fan that I am or I was or whatever it is. But I can't respect that type of fandom to where you don't know who to root for if the two teams you're facing face each other. Like the way I would put it, there have been times in my life where I've rooted for other teams, but I'm just not a fan of that team. You could only be a fan of one team. Let's say the, the Jets, who were kind of... The Jets became my second favorite team behind the Atlanta Falcons. And the Falcons, whatever. I like Deion Sanders. It is what it is, unfortunately. But the Jets became my second team after they hired Parcells. And I've always kind of had a a thing for the Jets. Maybe it's because they were in the AFC as opposed to the Giants who were in the NFC. Matter of fact, before I became a Falcons fan, I used to be a Giants fan. But I was a young kid. It was just like, you know, I was kind of a Giants fan. And then I was able to think on my own. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go choose this Falcons team. Then I became a fan of them. Not sure what spawned that other than Deion. I don't know why. Like, I used to love Felipe Sparks. I wanted to get a Felipe Sparks jersey for the Giants. But I'm not sure what made me transition so hard uh, at the time. I forget. But anyway, point is, okay, so the Jets became like my second team. I'd root for the Jets, right? I loved Parcells. I'd root for the Jets in the AFC. When the Jets and Falcons played each other in 1998, a game I was at at MetLife Stadium or at uh, the Meadowlands, as a matter of fact, it was Giants Stadium at the time, going all the way back to 98, I rooted for the Falcons. It's not even a question. You're a fan of a team. You can root for multiple teams, but you are a fan of only one team. That's the way that I see it. Antonio's in Manhattan. What's up, Antonio?
9: Hey, what's
3: up, Sal? How you doing, man? Good. How are you? Look,
9: uh, let me put it this way, man, because these, I don't know what these guys are talking about. If the Yankees play the Russians, you know who I root for?
3: Not the Yankees.
9: I root for the Russians. Yeah. So let's leave, let's leave it there, man. This is ridiculous. Let's 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 move on. So I was going to tell you, you're right about Toronto. Remember, they also added Chris Bassett, our great friend, uh, Chris Bassett. You
3: remember? Him. Yeah. Am I supposed to be impressed by that? Because I'm not. Uh,
9: well, remember, he's a solid pitcher. So, basically, you know, he's going to give them, you know, 12, 13 wins. And, you know, that can make the difference in that division when you think about it. I mean, they won last year, what, 90 games, I think, if, I'm, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I got to so, pull I mean, you know, they, So, I mean, he can make a difference there. I mean, remember, it's about getting to the playoffs. That's basically what you need to do. Look at the Phillies, man. They're a great example of that. Well, right, that's, anyway, that's so the well.
3: other thing. You know, we talk about uh, me having, like, a hard time being able to predict. I think because of what we saw last year. Remember, the, the sport has changed. So it's changed not only with the rules, but also the expansion of the postseason and now the devaluing of the regular season to a certain extent. So it's the first time I can remember feeling going into a baseball season where, hey, you know what? If the Yankees or Mets don't win the division, big freaking deal. As long as they get into the postseason, anything's possible.
9: Yeah, yeah, I guess that that's true. Real quick, before I get, I want to make a point about the Mets. But real quick, um, uh, do you see the Creighton San Diego State game?
3: No, I know about you. Talking about the foul call,
9: yeah, that's you cannot make that call. Um, you're talking about a tie game. You know what? Like, you know what I tell the coach if I'm the referee? You know what? You win the game in overtime. That's what you. You know, I hate. You know, like,
3: I, I hate, and this is the first time it's been brought up on my show. I'm not big into the college basketball, but obviously I know about that play. But I hate that sports talk has become about this. You know, it was the same thing in the Super Bowl. How could you make that call? And now this, how could you make that call? Because it was a foul call. That's how you can make it. Was it a foul or not?
9: It was a foul, but it w- was very a weak type of, type of foul. I think that at, at the end of the day, look, you don't want the referee to determine the game at that point. I understand, look, now if they were up, if the other oh if the if San Diego State was uh for example down, then I understand. But you have to take into account it's is a tie game. I think you should. Unless it's is an obvious foul, like I mean obvious, obvious, then 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 I'll yeah, basically make, I get, make the call.
3: I get what you're saying, Antonio. I can't I, I can't back that. If it is a foul and by the way, when at what point are we at in sports now? Well, that's all we do is scrutinize these calls. Oh, you can't end the game like that. Oh, how could you make that foul call? Like, dude, it's a foul. Okay, it was a penalty in the Super Bowl. It happens. Like you, you, the refs got to call the call the foul if it's there. It doesn't matter what time of game it is. Oh, we hate to see it end like that. Guess what? It's sports. It's not going to end perfectly the way that you want it to end every single time.
9: I get it, but I, I thought it was like a back call. I get it. Uh, as uh. far as as far as that, because I want to make my my met point. Um, look, UConn, they're gonna look. Uh, if I were a betting man, I put my money on UConn. They're gonna basically yeah. Well, they're the favorites. Yeah, they're the
3: favorites right now. All yeah, right, they, what's your? Look, what, they're
9: what, like yeah. nobody's gonna beat them. Yeah. Man, what's like, your what's let your let Mets him. point? Uh, basically, uh, look the Mets. This is the thing. Uh, I know. Uh, I know. This is kind of like off. Like, I'm not, uh, you know, but I was thinking, you know, Tim LaCastro, to me, he's like a bum. Uh, the the Yankees, they just released Rafael Ortega, which is, he's a, like a speed guy, kind of like um, uh-huh. he was with the Cubs. And I think that, that I think he, look, he has speed, plus I think he has more power. He's a better hitter than, than you know, than Tim LaCastro. I mean, the Mets, again, I'm not trying to play GM here, but basically this this guy, he's like 31, he's hungry. And I think you know he. You never know. You can catch lightning in a bottle. Well, I mean, maybe maybe and, they'll
3: look to pick him up.
9: I mean, the Yankees cut him.
3: Uh, they cut him yesterday. Yeah, yeah, they just cut him today. Yeah, and I
9: think you know he could be a good fit for for them. And well, last point I just want to make about the Mets, if, if, if you know, if ahead, I may. Um, uh, I don't know if you follow um, Lenny Dystra on uh, on Twitter. No, I, I he, couldn't he, take he, it anymore. He's crazy. He's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Basically, this is what I treated him, Lenny. You have fallen a long way down the rabbit hole. You know that he basically. I tweeted back, and basically, I'm not going to tell you what he said. It was really bad, but this guy, he's out of, he's kind of like, yeah, I, uh, he's gone. He's I gone.
3: got, well, why are you following him? And thank you for the call, Antonio. Why are you following him? I gave up a long time ago. Two quick stories before we take a break and then get back to your calls again. 877-337-6666. I've told these before, but I'll tell it again. Number one, many years ago, I want to say it was 2007. The Mike and the Mad Dog show, I was I produced, uh, was on the board, behind the scenes for Mike and the Mad Dog. They had Lenny Dykstra in studio. This was like at the height of his, whatever, making money somehow. Obviously, we learned it to be fraudulent. But he was in studio. I wasn't going to be there that Friday because I took off because Malusis had some kind of event for his upcoming wedding. I don't know if it was like a suit fitting or maybe a, um, a rehearsal dinner. I don't know. It was something like that. Some kind of uh, some kind of dinner or something before. So I took off that Friday. And Eddie Erickson, who was the producer, was going to be there. I said, dude, Lenny Dykstra is going to be in studio. You know, obviously I grew up a Met fan, 86 Met fan. I love any 86 Met. I don't care who it is. And I had a Lenny Dykstra poster from my childhood. It was like a drawing of Dykstra or whatever that I remember buying. it. You know, my parents took me to one of these stores, whatever. And I have had that poster, or I had it on my wall growing up as a kid. And I had it somewhere stashed away. I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring this in. Can you have Dykstra sign this for me? So Eddie says, sure, sure, no problem. I get it back, and Eddie tells me the story. He's like, I went to sign it. I went to give it to Dykstra to sign, and I told him that you had this poster on your wall as a kid growing up and asked him to please sign it. And Dykstra wrote, to Sal, a future star, signed Lenny Dykstra, thinking that... It was like a current kid that had the poster on the wall. To Sal, a future star. I mean, Lenny happened to be right, but. So he was just, he's just out of it. It shows you like he wasn't paying attention to the thing. The other story, I had Lenny. Remember you wrote a book a few years ago? I interviewed him when I was down in the minors at WOR when they had the Mets. And I had Lenny on. And I pressed him on a lot of stuff because he was negative toward Davey Johnson amongst all the other Mets. And I started pressing him early on in the conversation. And he's like, what what dugout have you ever been in? What do you know? What I was like, Lenny, I haven't been in the dugout, but I also haven't been in jail. <laughs> I mean, you've been in prison. I haven't. You're right. I haven't been in dugout. Also, I haven't been in jail. Anyway, we had a good back and forth. And I think Lenny actually respected the interview because I wasn't just kissing his rear end. But... He's off the rails, like unfollowable, un, you can't put him on. I have no interest in Lenny Dykstra, which is a shame because the man they call nails was terrific for the Mets and was a very clutch performer, whether it's with the Mets in 86, whether it's with the Phillies in 93. Dykstra, one of the more clutch postseason players that I remember seeing. Great ball player, seems to be a terrible person. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Santana into the windup. The payoff pitch on the way. Swung out and missed. Strike three. He's done it. Johan Santana has pitched a no-hitter. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Uh, let's get back to your calls. Sal Akata on the fan going until 2 a.m. Then I'm going home and going to sleep. I can't wait. You know why? Because when I wake up, it's going to be opening day. Well, actually, it is opening day already. But you know what I mean? Emmanuel Barbari will be on at 2. We'll take your calls until then. Franklin calling from Kingston. What's up, Franklin? Hey, Sal. I'm joining the show
2: today. I like the positivity. Thank you. Um, yeah. Just, uh... Okay, so... Talk to me if like a Mets fan or a Yankee fan, and I'm, uh, I'm facing the Houston Astros, and they got the MVP, Jose Abreu. How do I stay positive?
3: All right. I mean, you can be positive there. I like keeping it to New York, though. You know what I mean?
2: Yep. Is that it? No, no. Uh, you... Sorry, I, the first time I called you was about the Astros ever, right? And you, I, I feel like you never take them seriously, and here they are, um, you know, champions, right? Um, you know, how do we, any thoughts about the Astros?
3: I, I have no thoughts about the Astros. That's all I was saying. I like to keep it local. I mean, I'd be lying okay. if I said you know what I know about the Astros. They don't have Verlander anymore. You know what I know about the Astros they are always good. They coming off a world. They're coming off a World Series win. They don't have Altuve because he got hurt in the WBC. That is the extent of my knowledge on the Houston Astros. Okay, that's
2: fine. Right. You know what I'm saying?
3: Much. Can we wait till the season starts so I can watch them a little bit? You know, in the event that they do play the Yankees and, and the Mets when that happens, and I'll, and I'll check them out. Other than that, I got too much stuff going. You think I'm watching the Houston Astros or caring about the Houston Astros? They're not my problem yet.
2: But the Yankee fans and the Mets fans—they always face them, right? They, well, when they, they they're do,
3: they're when one. they when they do, they'll be relevant. Right now, you—I know, you mean, they, they will play them, yes, obviously. Yeah, but, the, but when they yeah. when they do, then we can discuss it. Right now, it's about the Mets and Yankees, not about the Houston Astros. They're the number one. Contender. You understand that? You, you know, because we're in New York. You know what I mean? I do, but they're the number one contender. They're the number one. That's
2: it. That's what we got to get through. Everybody, Yankees, Mets.
3: No, not necessarily. You don't know that. And for the Mets, and thanks for the call, Franklin, for the Mets, the last thing on their mind, similar to me, should be the Houston Astros. The Phillies, the Braves, you want to talk about them? Sure. I mean, I'm not going to go into detail about them because it's not about other teams. It's about what the Mets and Yankees can do. We posed a question the other day on Baseball Night in New York on SNY where it was, who do you think will be the biggest threat to the Mets and Yankees, respectively, To prevent them from going to the World Series. And my answer. Well it may be considered a cop out. Was I think it's themselves. Because if the Mets and Yankees go out there. And make the moves necessary to complete their ball clubs. That are almost complete anyway. And those guys that they put together. Go out there and do their jobs. They're not going to be beat. I know the Astros were a better team than the Yankees last year, but a lot of that had to do with the Yankees not performing to the highest of levels. And the Yankees should be better this year with Rodon, a full year of Bader. Volpe could be a difference maker. Maybe Josh Donaldson does have a big year like Boone says. And... You know Who knows about Altuve when he comes back, how healthy he'll be when he comes back, the impact of losing Justin Verlander, the best pitcher in baseball last year. I know the Astros have been a machine, churning out player after player, losing these big-name guys and replacing them with guys that you could argue are even better, younger, cheaper, better. But doesn't mean they're unbeatable. And by the way, you don't even know that the Astros are going to be standing there. What if it's the Mariners? What if it's the Blue Jays who are in the way? Yes, the Astros, until proven otherwise, are the team to beat. They are the world champions, and they have been the nemesis for the Yankees. But if you think I'm going into this season, what opening day later on, you know, a in, in few hours from now, Yankees get underway at one. You think I'm thinking about the Houston Astros. You're out of your mind. I'm worried about the Yankees and the Mets. Doug on Long Island is on the fan. What's up, Doug? How we
10: doing, Sal?
3: Good to hear from you. This is so nice.
10: Yeah. This is this is the fifth state I think I've called you from. So
3: where where are you at now?
10: Uh, South Carolina. I'm on vacation at my uh,
3: sister's. All right. Well, hopefully you're enjoying it.
10: Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm pre off like three weeks. Of course I'm enjoying it. You know. It's, you know. COVID. My dad having diabetes and high blood pressure and stuff with some illnesses. Through the hospital and COVID, I wasn't able to see him, so I had to set aside some time, so I'm, I'm enjoying it. Are Having
3: you – well, that's Fair good to enough. hear. Of course, good quality family time. Nothing beats that. Uh, well, other than great sporting events, of course. But what yes. – What? Uh, are you still on leave from work or, or banged up? Uh, you know, you can't no, – no, uh, no, no,
10: no, I'm I'm back. Okay, so you just took a vacation. November. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I finally got to take some vacation. Um, I have to tell you, I, I, like, I don't understand such – listen, I get it. Like, Mets fans, the Diaz injury sucked. We talked about it last year. The Mets had so much to do just to bring the same team back. DeGrom, you know how I feel about him, was a huge loss. They replaced him with the best pitcher from in baseball last year. They brought back Memo, They brought back Diaz. They had a lot to do. Other than Trey Turner, who was never coming here, I don't understand who everybody wanted them to go out and get. They, listen, Steve Coleman, wanted Correa, I believe the baseball and the doctor people, they told him no. They talked him out of it. I think he did what he could do. I, I just think we need to look at the other. Other teams have question marks, too. Like the Phillies are going two months without Harper. Taiwan Walker is their third starter. Ranger Suarez is on the I.L. to start the year. Their fourth and fifth starters are going to be guys that they're going to have question marks. Their bullpen is Craig Kimball, who's been up and down. The last three years, the Braves, Iglesias, their closer is on the IL Two to four weeks, they lost Swanson. Uh, Kyle Wright, their three-starter, he's on the IL. I, I think That's the cool.
3: Braves, a matter of fact, they got to get this bet in uh, on Superbook Sports. I think the Braves are going under. I think the Braves are going to have a bad year. And I'm going to be the first to tell you, I am going to dance on their freaking grave when it does happen. The Mets may not win the division, maybe it's the Phillies, but the Braves are going down.
10: Yeah, I, I think the Mets are winning the i give you, and you know I can't stand Stroman, but I think the Cubs are going to win the central. I think I love what the Cubs did. I, the Cubs had a great offseason, they got a lot of young pitches, and that division's trash. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with the Cubs, for them four out of every five days. <laughs> <laughs> but,
3: That's uh, pretty funny. Strowman.
10: It's the best day of the year. It's the best sporting day of the year. I'm, I'm super psyched. I don't even know how I'm going to fall asleep tonight.
3: Ah, It's great. I know. I love it, Doug. And enjoy your time. Great to hear from you. And I do look forward to getting out to a game or two together. We got to get that on the on the schedule. I'm going to look into that this uh, weekend. Playoff
10: game, hockey, Rangers. We'll, we'll get out.
3: Well, playoff I mean, game. we'll who, get something going. How are we going to get tickets to that? And what do you, you know? No, somebody? No, 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 no. We'll. Well, no do listen oh, I, you know, actor It's right you know? we had to, I forgot we had the viewing party last year. that was the beginning. Oh, that was our first that little was group a outing great night. that was a great night. dude, you're right. that was a great night. I forgot about that. We had our nice, definitely uh, in. I'll do that again. That was the first night that we met, right? I met you and Hector for the first time. And Zoo. Zoo was there What I think, a, a couple of his buddies. Yeah, we had a nice little, uh, we watched the Rangers and the Penguins. The
10: room at that bar was
3: nuts. what And what a <laughs> game it was, too, with the Rangers getting the win on the road in Pittsburgh. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah that was fun. We got to do that again. You're right. That definitely. was a lot of fun. All right. Well, All right, good. buddy. Appreciate it. Yep. Enjoy your vacation, Doug. Thank you for taking the time to call. Although I get the feeling if we did that this year, another viewing party might be a little bigger crowd. Make room. We're coming in. That was fun. Anyway, opening day, there are... there Look, being a sports fan, you know that there are great days throughout the course of a sports year. But opening day is no question one of them. And like I said, my biggest thing is not just the actual games itself on opening day. It's what it means. Knowing that... You're going to have this action here for you the next six months. Okay. We dumped that so we didn't get on. I mean, you. I don't mind the prank calls sometimes. Not on today. It's opening day. Positive vibes only. No prank calls. Get that nonsense out of here. You're trying to ruin my good mood. See, sometimes you guys think, oh, he's always angry. No, not always. Sometimes, yes, especially in the overnight hours. It can get frustrating at times. Please bear with me. But on a night where we're on in the evening, the eve of opening day, there's nothing to be negative about don't try to get me in a bad mood not gonna happen one hour to go and we're keeping the positive vibes only here pvo who came up with that phrase anyway i'm not even sure i like it but for tonight it works milton is calling from brooklyn what's up milton
4: Hey, what's going on, Sal? Great, like always, man. That guy was calling about the Astros. What a clown. I, I I mean, just... This is New York City. Right. This is WFAN, you fool. If you want to listen to about something about the Astros, you go on your phone, you go to uh, some stupid astro chat room or whatever, a or, or podcast, and, and listen to that. We don't care about those cheaters. Listen, let me tell you something Thank right you, now.
3: Milton. Thank you. Yeah. We don't care this about anything what... outside of this. This is New York.
4: Yeah. This is about New York City, man. And listen, let me tell you, I had to, for the first time, you know, um, Brandon uh, Tierney and Tiki Barber today, they were like, let's point out the negatives about this season. Like, come on. It's opening day. Let's have fun. We got all these months to talk about the negative stuff and what we need to do. You know what? We don't, you don't have to, like, bait people to get mad to call you. Be real. Be style. Just talk I am the realist. Sports.
3: That's right, though. I am the realist. There's plenty of time to That's be negative. It. Today is not exactly. that day.
4: Hey. Exactly. Now let me tell you something. When you were talking about rooting for other teams, let me tell you something. One of the things that make me sick are these fans that are just fans of players. I don't know what these people are. I'm a LeBron fan. Wherever he goes, it makes me sick. I grew up. You just. You, I, I got up from the bed. I was going to try to go to bed early because I'm going to go to opening day. But when you brought up the fact of how, you know how you became a fan and you switch. With my first team, my first experience with football, I'll never forget it. I was 10 years old. I My first sporting thing was Yankees. I did that on my own. I turned on the TV. I became a Yankee fan. I saw them playing ball, blah, blah. I didn't know nothing else. My mother sends me to North Carolina for a vacation on the summer, and these kids are running around with the Dallas Cowboy hat, um, helmets, yeah. you know, Tony Dorsett and all this stuff. Blah, 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 blah. And i was like, what is this? And they go, this is America's team. Dude, how do you not know about the Cowboys? And I'm like, oh, this is my team. I'm, right. I'm a Cowboy fan, you know. I come back to New York and my uncle's like, Cowboys, you know there's two New York teams. And I was like... I felt embarrassed. I didn't know. I was like, oh, York team's okay. He goes, and I said, who do you root for? He goes, well, I'm a Jet fan, but don't root for them because they suck. All they're going to do is bring you pain. <laughs> Just don't root for them. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to root for the Jets. And then the Giants, I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't like the colors. I'm a little kid. And unfortunately, my uncle, this is how I became a Jet fan. My uncle was a Jet fan. He was dying of Agent Orange from the spray from the Vietnam War. He passed away like 2 weeks later and I said as a kid you know what for my uncle I'm going to be a Jeff fan oh. and that's the reason why as a you know cuz all my friends from um Belize and everybody tells me how can you not be a giant fan well Most- Yankee fans, are Giants right. fans. I'm like, no, it, it didn't work out for me that way. And, and you hearing you about how you became a Falcon fan, it is not always. And the only sport that I root for other teams, the only sport is college football and then college basketball. Because you grew up in New York, you're not really a diehard fan. Of, you know, but, cup, right, you know, but that's,
3: that's kind of what I'm saying. right? Like you could root yeah. for other teams, yeah. but you're not necessarily yeah. a fan. Exactly.
4: Teams. Exactly. I root for. Listen, college real quick. I root for Ohio State. But if Notre Dame is in it, I like rooting for them. Saint sure. John's. That's my team. But if you know if Duke is in it, when they're out of it, that's it. But sports and professional, I root for one team. Sal, I just need to hear your one story. And I know. By the way, I think the Yankees are going to win a division, and I think the Mets are going to finish in second. Sal, I know this is going to bother you, and I and I hate to hang up on not a negative note, but I never got to hear. Your, your, your real story watching that Falcons Super Bowl. And I Ugh. know I think at the time when you were watching it, I mean, did you did you literally just at one point say it was it's over? I'm I'm actually winning this Super Bowl, or were you ever? I don't know your story. I'm dying. I'll here, tell you. I'm All right, I'm
3: gonna I'm gonna hang yeah. up on you and, up. And, and, okay, and tell the story you. and thank you, Milton, and good All luck right. to your Yanks this year. Enjoy opening day tomorrow we'll be watching and rooting for you. First, before I even get to the story about the Super Bowl 28 to 3, and I'll make it quick. I don't want to bore people with it. Matter of fact, we'll get updated and then I'll come back and give you the story of the Super Bowl and continue with your calls for the final hour of the show. But isn't it something how you become a fan? Like my one of the reasons that I was able to switch from let's say the Giants at a young age to the Falcons is that my father was not a sports fan. And I kind of had the opportunity to pick on my own. Now I don't know, I don't know what it's like. I've heard stories of friends who followed their father's fandom, or go the opposite way. Well, my father grew up rooting for all these teams, so I picked the opposite. Me, I didn't really, ha- I didn't have that. My father didn't care about sports. So, and when I was young in the '80s, the Mets were obviously very good. My aunt used to get free tickets to the Mets games. We went to a Mets game. And the rest was history. I guess I fell in love with the Mets at an early age in the 80s. And, you know, I saw the World Series in 86, whatever it was. But you used to get tickets to the Met Games. That's how I became a Met fan. The Falcons thing, like I said, I was rooting for the Giants, maybe because I saw the Giants have success in the 90s. You know, I remember the, the Super Bowl um, beating the Bills. But I just never, I don't know, I guess I never felt it until I got a little bit older Fell in love with Deion Sanders because actually I used to watch the Braves because of my grandfather, who was a Yankee fan, but watched the Braves because they were free on TBS. He got my grandfather was old and, and grumpy and was annoyed with the Yankees that you had to pay for whatever it was, pay for the cable, whatever it was at the time. So he didn't want to I and mean, they weren't very good in the early 90s anyway. So and the Mets were bad. So he took a liking to the Braves because they were good and on free TV. So I would watch them with him, and I kind of took a liking to them and loved Dion. then the starter jacket for the Falcons or whatever, and it kind of just took on a world uh, or a mind of its own, and that was my team. I'll explain the – quickly, I'll explain the Super Bowl situation on the other side and then get back to your calls. Opening day, the theme tonight uh, or t- this morning as opening day is now officially today.